and welcome to another edition of One Crazy Story. I'm your host, Nate Armbruster. How the heck are you? It's the first podcast, the first episode of 2020, and I hope your New Year's off to a great start. Mine is, that's for sure. Uh, New Year's Eve was great. I had a great New Year's Eve. I hope you guys did. Uh, I had a first for this past New Year's. Uh, typically, I don't make plans. New Year's Eve isn't my party night. I don't like to go out and do shit on New Year's Eve. I'd prefer to stay in. If I go out, I'd like to do a show. That's the only way I'm going out if I'm getting paid, right? That's my only rule. And I was supposed to do a show in Champaign, Illinois, which is the perfect name for a city to be performing on New Year's Eve in. Champaign, right? That's perfect. It just made so much sense. So I was like, absolutely, I'll be there. I booked this like months in advance, right? So cut to, you know, the holidays, New Year's Eve comes up, and I had no plans. I had no other plans other than to do this show. And about eight hours before the show, it was about a two-hour drive, so the show's at 10 p.m., which means we're going to run up right to the countdown, right? Which is obnoxious because you got to do the whole, you got to do the countdown, the ball drop, do all that shit. Ideally, I would want to do an 8 o'clock show, be back home by like 10, 11, right? That's the, that's the dream gig for a New Year's Eve show. But this was a 10 o'clock show, so I'm like, great, it's a two and a half hour drive for me. I don't have to be there until like 8 o'clock, you know? I can take my time getting up, getting out there, you know, have a nice nice day. That's all I wanted. Well, it's about two in the afternoon. I'm like starting to kind of get in the zone, like, right, like, all right, gotta get ready to go, gotta drive to the gig and check into the hotel, do the whole thing. And I'm just about to get my day started. And I get a phone call from the booker who (laughs) tells me that they decide to cancel the show. The, The venue that they booked canceled the show eight hours before the show even started. And I'm like, what? What? That's so random. This is the most random. They said that they didn't think they sold enough tickets. They didn't want to do the show. So you're, and and then they still paid us, which is fine. I'm okay with that because I don't have to go anywhere. I don't really ask too many questions. If I, if I don't have to go there and I'm getting paid, I'm fine with it. Now, in some cases they'll be like, okay, we're not going to do the show, but you made it to the gig So we'll still pay you, that kind of thing. There's this old saying, like, they don't pay me to tell jokes, they pay me to drive, and then I do the jokes for free kind of thing, right? Because that's bullshit if you cancel a show and the comics are there and they're ready and they did their part, you know, they they held up their end of the deal. They deserve the money. So I was expecting them to be like, hey, we're canceling the show, don't even come down here, that kind of thing. We won't even pay you. It's like, and that's what I was expecting. But no, they were like, no, we'll pay you. Just don't come. Just don't come. We're not doing the show. And I'm like, what the hell, man? How long did it take you to realize you were going to cancel the show? And how do you not sell out a New Year's Eve show? I've never done a New Year's Eve show not sold out. Most comedy clubs do two shows and they both sell out. You know, they do like an eight o'clock. So people go to the early show and then they go out to their next place and do the whole New Year's Eve shit. And then they'll have a 10 or 1030 that goes right up until midnight and they do the champagne toast and all that shit at the club. That's what we were supposed to do. But they said, don't worry about it and we'll still pay you the checks in the mail. So this made my New Year's Eve exponentially better because... I still received what I was expecting by not doing anything. That's just a nice thing. Imagine like your work just being like, hey, you know what? No one's working today, but we're going to pay you in full. Don't even leave the house. Don't put on, don't shower and just relax and have a nice day. That's the equivalent feeling that I had, right? 
Because a two and a half hour drive to me is nothing. I can do that in my sleep. But when you don't have to do it, it's such a good feeling. You know what I mean? Like I and, and they were like, you can come pick up the check if you want. That's, of course, we'll do that. But, you know, we'll just mail it if it's easier. <laughs> so it was probably the best New Year's Eve gig ever not done. So that was a, a hell of a night. And the thing that I, I was still bummed, though, because, you know, I was looking forward to the show. I've got, like, material I'm working on that I was excited to do. And usually the New Year's Eve shows can go be pretty fun, you know. And this particular show is just opening. So I don't have to, like, be on stage for the countdown and stuff. Usually, like, that's, like, the sweet spot, right? You're, like, first or second. And you kind of get the best react. You get the best energy, I think, you know. I mean, de- depending on the environment. But... I was looking forward to it, man. I was really excited. I had a bunch of good shows in Grand Rapids. I was coming off of that, and uh, I was excited. I was actually looking forward to it, so I was kind of bummed, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Oh, you mean you're still going to pay me in full, and I'm not going to have to argue about it? That's the best feeling ever. So hopefully, I'll get back down there to Champaign, Illinois at some point in my life and perform at this place. That'd be fun. So New Year's Eve, what did I do? I watched Don't Fuck With Cats. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's on Netflix. It's it's fascinating. Uh, you should watch it. It's mind-blowing. It's just, it's, so it's about this guy who put a video online of him actually murdering cats by suffocating them in a bag and vacuum sealing it. So it sucks all the air out. It's a fucked up video. They don't really show it. They show everything leading up to the graphic stuff. So you're, if you're like easily... I don't know. You can still, you can see what he's doing. It's creepy and it's totally fucked up, you know? And it's like this, that type of person is a psycho, right? Shouldn't be, it's eventually he's going to do it to humans, right? That's the whole, that's the whole serial killer thing, right? I, I don't know, but I had no clue what it was about. Didn't do any research. Didn't read the synopsis. I was like, this is an interesting title. I, I had not heard of it. I think I saw somebody online, like I shouldn't have started this. Now I'm hooked and it's only three episodes, right? It's easy to get through. And uh, by the end of the first episode, my mind was blown, right? It's, so the, this group of people on the internet uh, basically uh, dedicate their lives to finding him. And uh, it's pretty nuts. You should uh, check it out. I think we're officially out of the holiday bullshit, though. I'm finally over. I'm finally just... I, a big thing, uh, I don't do resolutions usually. And I don't know if I would call this a resolution as much as it's just necessary but uh a big thing everybody always looks to the next year about what they're going to do to make themselves better and so on and i'm a believer and you know what just you should always be trying to even if it's little shit you know make small changes you know good changes whether it's drink less or eat better or whatever the thing is that those are just the easiest examples i feel like because everybody always has that type of resolution you know it's usually health related like with drinking or eating and which by the way mine are now like i said they're not resolutions necessarily because if i break them i break them i'm not like i'm not gonna like kill myself over it i just my whole thing is i've done this before i've i basically was like no meat no dairy that was my thing because literally the entire month of november and december i ate pie meat and cheese so many dips it's like it's just and i was just shoveling food in like just because you know as a naturally depressed person you're just kind of eating every day like just to just go away feelings you know what i mean like you just kind of shove it all in there and then you drink i was like i just have to i owe i owe it to my body to do a month like of just vegetables and like water 
and you know what I mean? Like just, just to try and reset my body a little bit. I just got, I felt so gross and just fat and bloated and just nasty. It just, I, I just, I had to do it right. Just for my own day to day so I could feel better. That was all I needed. So we're about a week into the new year and, uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't fucked up yet. You know, no meat, no dairy and, uh, no alcohol. Now I realize it's only been a week, so I'm not pretending like I'm Gandhi over here, you know, being like this perfect example of how to, but you know what? It feels good. And and now that we're a week in, it's like easy to just make that choice of like, you know what I can do, you know, and that's the nice thing is I know so many people that are like sober, but they're sober for reasons that were beyond their control. Like uh, it got out of hand, uh, legal reasons, shit like that, where it's like they had no choice. They hit rock bottom. They had to stop. In my case, I just need to just take a break, you know, dial it back, reset the body, you know, have have some control over my urges and and so this is so this has been good. And the nice thing is there's no pressure. You know what? If I slip up one night and I'm out at a show and I have a drink, which is very easy to do. It's tempting. People offer you the shit and it's usually free if you're doing comedy, right? If you're the one of the performers. So it's easy to screw up. But the nice thing is if I screw up, it's like, "Okay, you know what?" I, it's fine. Like it's just no pre. There's no pressure. You know, it's not like I. It's not like if I drink, I'm I'm going to jail kind of thing, or I lose my kids. But I'm a weekend, and so far so good. And my girlfriend's even doing it with me. And uh, as far as I know, we're both on the same page. We're into it. You know, we're 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 killing it. But I have noticed a change. I feel better. I definitely have better energy, and uh, just I have a better neutral. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're just sitting there in the chair, you can feel every part of your body. That's nice, and nothing nothing tingles. Nothing's like, am I having a stroke right now? There's nothing that's like, is is this gout? There's nothing like I feel good. You know, so I hope you feel good too. I hope whatever you're doing uh, is a success. Whatever it is, I hope I hope you uh, I hope you do it and stick with it. So it's been nice uh, getting back to normal, though. I'm ready for just normal life. I can't wait till, like, the once you're, like, two, three weeks into the new year, it just gets back to normal life shit, and nobody gives a shit about It's just back to normal. But, of course, the first week is always catching up with people you haven't seen. Like, I was talking to someone, and I was like, how was your Christmas? And they were telling us, well, it got a little crazy, you know, because their family likes to drink and have fun and, like, go out and do shit. Because, yeah, Thanksgiving was nuts. I uh, went over to so-and-so's for dinner, and then uh, we all ended up at the casino. I'm like, your entire family ended up at the casino? That's so fun. That's my dream family. I mean, I love my family. I don't want to change a thing about them. Not, like, nobody in my family really drinks socially. I mean, they might have a beer now, every now and again, but I've never, no one's ever been drunk at a family event that I've been to. And if there has been, it's been me or someone like in my generation. And even then it was pretty tame. It was like, oh, had a little too much. Just need a ride back. That's it. Just once though, I would love to be at an event that my family has. Because usually it's like, okay, uh, all right, thanks for dinner. See you later. See you next year. Thanksgiving, whatever. That's, it's usually pretty, uh, and I'm grateful for that because there's no drama. There's no bullshit. I don't have to deal with anything like there's not, cause, cause usually everything else comes with it. We're just, we don't, we don't have any like crazy fucked up things, you know? And that's good, but I kind of want one, you know what I mean? Just one. I just want one night where we all end up somebody's birthday and it's like, oh shit, let's go downtown and go to the casino. If I said that to any family member, they'd be like, why would we go downtown? Why would we do that? Well, anyway, guys, uh, I appreciate you listening. Thanks for uh, being here. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Uh, Hopefully, you'll stick around for more episodes in the new year. I got good stuff coming, and uh, I got some shows coming up. If you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Everything 
Twitter at Nate Comedy at One Crazy Story. My email is One Crazy Story at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with me. And please, please, please hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that stuff. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. I'm on them all. Tell your friends about it. I appreciate it. Share it with your friends. Post it on your social media. It, it would go a long way, and I would appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.